Here we go. Here we, Here we go. go. This track is labeled funky for a reason. Don't get it. Because it's funky. Welcome, everybody, to the Keller and Hector Show. My name is Hector, and sitting to my screen right is the Anthony Hopkins to my John Hurt, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hey, how you doing, Anthony? No, I'm Anthony. How you doing, John? <laughs> I'm good. Um, let's get into it, dude, because this movie was sad. Oh, yeah. And uh, I want to I want to get into the mo- who do you think does a better Anthony Hopkins impression? You or me? Probably you, right? No, it's you. Has to be. I can only I can only do Odin from like the first Thor movie. Oh shit. That's all I yeah. Yeah. (laughs) From Ragnarok. (laughs) I forgot about that part. That's so funny. Damn. You forget that that's Sir Anthony Hopkins. That is Sir that's from the Elephant Man, Sir Anthony Hopkins. He's so good. Okay, well then do do that, but read the uh let's have let's have Loki. Dressing up as Odin as our guest reader today, as our guest speaker. So, Keller. British accent. I don't know. (laughs) You are Tom Hiddleston disguising himself as Sir Anthony Hopkins, reading the entry for this podcast so that we can get into talking about this movie. Um, Tom, I mean, Anthony, I mean, Odin, take it away whenever you're ready, sir. 362. Elephant Man, 1980. Director David Lynch. Easily Lynch's most sympathetic and outwardly, quotes, gettable movie tells the tragic 19th hyphen century tale of John Merrick. Hideously disfigured by a congenital disease and taken in by a kindly doctor who sees the human beneath the freak show. That was really good, dude. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was really good. That guy was really good. <laughs> Anthony um, was really good at being himself. He was. That was a really good. I'm glad we had Anthony on the show. Keller. I was watching uh, The Two Popes, so that helped. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with you, dude. Wait, what's The Two Popes? A movie? I don't think I've seen that. It's with uh, Anthony Hopkins, and I'm just blanking on his name. Jonathan Price. That's right. Jonathan Price, who's so good. Yeah, uh, he is good. And they play a couple of popes. A couple of popes. Talk, talking pope talk. Pair of popes. Pair of popes. Pope squared. Uh, pope pair. Keller, starting with you, the Elephant Man. Had you seen this before? I had not seen this before, and this is the second, third, third movie I've seen. We we watched Mulholland Drive. Yes. I think right before the pandemic. I think true. True. With uh, Cameron Rice, I think. And we'd also watched during the pandemic <clears throat> the original Dune 80s movie together. Yeah. And we also watched like the pilot of Twin Peaks, the first episode. But we didn't watch like the two hour long thing, right? No, or like the season or whatever. But yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that still counts as something he directed that counts we watched. Okay. Um. So I think we the things that we have left according to Letterboxd that are like the biggies are blue velvet and oh, you can name them all. There's a billion of them like inland empire. 
Yeah. Uh, the man's made a lot of shit. <laughs> like, you mean good or no? A lot of I mean, stuff. like, uh, I do mean good, probably uh, <laughs> to a lot of people. <laughs> I'm trying to find. Let's see here. Let's see here. There it is. Um, <clears throat> I'm just on Letterbox right now. Let me click on David Lynch. Eraserhead. Yeah, I feel like the people who read this or who watched this movie and then wrote this blurb did not yeah. take it to heart. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. I feel like, but don't you... Uh, you don't have to say hideously disfigured. Yeah, that's a good point. The thing, This is a true story. <laughs> it's tricky because they're trying to... I think maybe I'm giving them too much of a... But some of these other... Here. Like, they don't... Some of these other movies, they don't like have, they don't feel the need to describe what's happening in the movie. Yeah. And this one, they're like, well, <laughs> hideously disfigured. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, this is probably one of the movies that they hadn't rewatched freshly before they just wrote up this whole, you, you know. Think they all rewatched Napoleon freshly. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking about that. I don't know. I, you know what I honestly think? I think that between all of the editors and people who put this together, in the year 2008 that between all of them they've all seen most of these movies and since they're all such movie lovers they could all recall most of these movies but i I'm, I'm sure that some movies would surprise them when they pulled up the lists that people were voting for and they're like oh the elephant man shit all right well now this is tallied up it's number 362 uh i saw that movie once um this is the impact it had this is what happens in a movie i don't know next movie like i'm sure that that's what happened versus a movie that popped up and they'd go, oh, I have such a connection to this film. Let me do this little blurb real quick. So, uh, but I don't care about what they thought about the movie, Keller. I don't give Whoa. a crap. Sorry. I care about what you thought about this movie. Me? Yeah. Little old me? First David Lynch movie I've seen without you at my side, my friend. How was it? <laughs> Lonely. Lonely. <laughs> Especially the saddest one we've seen. <laughs> Like I'm watching this movie earlier this afternoon and then Abby made us some lunch and she joined me for a little bit for about 20, 30 minutes, just watching this movie, just eating food. And I was like, I'm so sad. This sucks, man. This sucks. Yeah. I'm happy time. <laughs> uh, so what did you think of the film? What, what would you, what kind of like overall score would you give it? Did, like, did it, did it leave an impact on you? Do you think it was well done? Do you think it's overrated? What's your take? Uh, it's honestly tough. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it's a true story. And Anthony Hopkins and John Hurt are amazing in it. They're really good, especially John Hurt. Especially John Hurt. And I think like... the movie's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely, like, this, this is outwardly gettable movie by David yeah. Lynch. That's probably true. Yes. And then it ends is like, death is nothing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And he and he died because I I, I just briefly... Here was my thing, too. I was like, have I seen this movie? And then I had flashbacks to, did I watch this in school? Or, like, did they show us part of this? Because this was a real guy. But I'm like, at no point did we learn about this one person as any part of world history. I'm like, that seems so specific yeah. that I can't imagine, unless a teacher was just, like, a unless David Lynch fan. About like, uh medicine medicine or something yeah. yes so in that regard it was like it was interesting historically yeah because they're like we're sitting here in a post-covid world and they're doing a surgery just like no masks and you're like damn we've yeah, come, yeah. Al we've come a long way and he's like yeah. <laughs> he's like excuse me sir <laughs> yeah 
no it was just uh, or like that the, the guy was like kind of awake he's like oh and they're like putting the gas shut on him shut the fuck up shut the fuck up <laughs> anyway i th- i don't know if i'd ever seen this movie but i i for sure haven't i felt like uh, i i don't, I don't know, know. Like i just maybe like empathetic yeah i would agree with that too i i also, I, I don't know if it is considering it like that's not how he the elephant thing isn't even true yes You're i think born with a condition yeah and i was gonna say i was so like intrigued and i was looking up the movie and right at wikipedia they say you know based on a real person who lived and they lived to 27 mm-hmm. years of age in 18th century london um and or 19th century london uh, at the end of the century and i looked it up and just read really quickly like how did he die it said he died of asphyxiation but actually it was a dislocated neck yeah mm-hmm, so i, I don't so i like the way that the movie ended where he's like i just want to sleep like a normal person because it's so fucking sad and then he does and then maybe dies that night after yeah. he like other things happen in his life but after he had um he's like yeah, I had a full life. I'm happy. Yeah, like he went to the theater and he, you know, and then saw his mother. And that was David Lynch coming in with the dreamlike filmmaking, which I thought oh was boy. effective. And yeah. the beginning, and here's the other wild thing too. It's 1980. So when a movie says it's rated PG, I'm like, this is not suitable for children. It's just movie? PG-13 hadn't existed sure. yet. Well, I That's don't even it. know like what would be that PG-13 about it. I think that because it's the, like black and white, nothing is like uh, it's only subject matter. Yes, that's true. The thing. Mature themes. Mature uh, themes. the The opening dream sequence hints at the fact that she was raped by an elephant. Raped by an elephant. Yeah, like that's not what I. I think that's what I got, bro. I oh no! Framed. Oh no! No no! Because she w- because he is supposed to be from that circus perspective he is supposed to be half man half elephant that's what it's supposed to be i didn't think that's what the beginning was supposed to be because 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 it was it was it was her and she was going back and said trampled by an elephant well i maybe need to rewatch it because yeah i think you read into it what i what i picked up on was it reminded me of rosemary's baby when in that movie when there was a horrendous rape scene between her and the devil, but it was, it's very like 1960s and it's not like graphic. It's just like implied. And mm-hmm. it had a woman going like this, like, no, no. So that was the beginning of the movie. And then right afterwards, there was like a dreamlike, like fiery explosion. And then I like a, attacked by an elephant, a, a birth noise. But then Keller, how would a woman attacked by an elephant give birth to an elephant man, baby? No, it was, she was a pregnant woman. And it caused the baby to be born disfigured. But because she was trampled by an elephant? I believe so. I, okay. I I might, I might pull up the Wikipedia of the movie. I think you should. Because I mean, listen. I think you should because. It's David Lynch because it's supposed to be dreamlike, but maybe I'm. I don't know. Very wrong. Yeah, you're right. If that's the case, definitely it's a PG-13. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. I was like, let's don't see. show we're getting trampled really. But yeah, I oh think you, gosh. I think, uh, I think you might've skimmed the beginning of that Wikipedia page. <laughs> I I'm trying to read it right now and I'm not seeing, 
Well, because it's not technically a part of the plot. This is all just kind of the dreamlike beginning, right? This is this is the David yeah, Lynch yeah. of it all. Mm -hmm. um, it's just sort of telling you the exact plot. I think. Um, I'm gonna say I think it's attacked. Okay, and causes the. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. But either way, I, neither is true. <laughs> correct, and I'm gonna. That's the that's the point. My interpretation of the scene was that this man, um, uh. John Merrick, which isn't even his real in, name in real life. It was Joseph, but in the movie, this John Merrick character, but he was mistakenly called John actually in real yeah, life. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm going to say that in the film, this character was raised just really badly and was basically told that he was like this this freak of nature or learned this from people or heard it from people yelling at him whatever it was while he was in this really horrific um sideshow freak show thing that i think that the opening was him his own recollection or dreaming of what his origins could have been and is his own dreaming of like did an elephant really attack my mother and rape my mother and 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 it's horrible it's horrifying it's horrible but i took that all to be like if if uh, if we're to believe the awful awfulness of a sideshow, uh, a circus sideshow, then like the poor people who are these people, do they could they be traumatized and believe that themselves? Could they, you know, would other yeah. would a person who was like a circus uh, attendee who uh, like a little kid hears the story, would they go home and also think about this and dream about this and be like, oh my god, I can't believe I saw a ch a person who was half man half wolf or whatever the bullshit stories are right mm -hmm. like how how actually horrifying and and an abomination to nature and all of that that would be that's my that interpretation was so good yeah did you also read about that that uh yeah. pe people were like mad at the academy for not giving them an oscar just just for their makeup was there a makeup yet no that's, that's the why. this wow. this is the movie you it didn't what? it won Thanks, no oscars no yeah, it won no Oscars, but then the following year they they created the the category. They get nominated, Anthony Hopkins uh, and for a, John yeah, do for a bunch of stuff. They got nominated for um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, best picture, best director, best adapted screenplay, best actor. Also, uh, seeing young Anthony Hopkins is weird. It is. You know why? Because he still sounds the exact same. Because <laughs> I did. I straight up watched the first Thor movie right after. Because I'm doing a thing. Yeah, I'm doing a show. Your palette. I'm doing no. I'm doing a show. I'm doing a show tomorrow talking about all the Thor movies. And so I'm like, all right, I'll just put them on and like refresh. So I went from Elephant Man to Thor. <laughs> and I'm gonna watch Thor: The Dark World later and Thor Ragnarok, all in 3D, of course. Of course. Um, yeah. So you liked the movie? I liked it too. I, I liked did. the movie, but I'm not going to rewatch this movie. No, but if, but I would recommend the movie because I'm just, I was just so. I might recommend the movie because then I read the real story and I'm like, this is way more interesting. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the true, his true life. Like he mm -hmm. had to like, he went from job to job, like working in London. And yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's so tragic it's so so tragic and i think they even did like maybe you know what it was i saw keller i think i saw a 1982 television film maybe because they did one That's two years later too. yeah they did one two years later which is so Pretty weird up. why would you do that oh and then they did a play and bradley cooper did the play oh, i thought the play was first mm, uh 
I think it's based on the play. All of it. I think it's based on the book, isn't it? Or is it based on the play? I think it's a play. Okay. I could be wrong again. Either way. I like I would... going into this knowing really nothing. Me too. And uh, reading the Wikipedia, maybe kind of, and then yeah. speaking with authority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, dude, you're a good movie critic, bro. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, white man in America, just projecting it. Just project. <laughs> um, I agree with you, too. I liked not, not knowing that much about it. Honestly, out of all the Lynch stuff we've seen, this is probably my favorite of his movies. I think Dune might have been. Well, definitely was more fun. It's definitely more fun. This is just <laughs> sad not, times. This is the best. Yeah. Even though everybody's like Mulholland Drive is the best movie of the 20th century, 21st century or whatever. So it's, it's like, okay. I, I, I don't think I liked it. I think I just don't get it i'm <laughs> stupid i think i'm stupid because i don't like, know it's like I when rory it. scoble was on brett goldstein's podcast yeah. and he was like david lynch is my favorite <laughs> and rory scoble was like your favorite favorite like, favorite favorite like yeah. all of it like, even the elephant man favorite, favorite movie <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, we should have had um, Brett Goldstein do the, read the intro for this, man. Why didn't he do that? Damn, I know. he should have an authority Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Brett Goldstein will read the intro to Clerks. Clerks. <laughs> Clerks. Definitely better. A Clerks is definitely a better movie than The Elephant Man. No, it's so weird. No. It's no. Yeah. Yeah. This no. It's fucked. The Elephant Man is like, I'm glad the movie exists, uh, but I'm more, more glad that today that that information like online about this film just links directly to the real information when this thing came out in 1980 how many people would then go and learn about the real nobody's, nobody's looking this up do you know what i'm saying do you know what i'm saying and then if you any if, follow up if they show this this uh movie in school is there a follow-up to like the real joseph merrick and his life and stuff i hope so um there's so much to unpack with this person and what he went through and what his life was. And there's a lot to, the thing I like about this movie that I think means it is ultimately sympathetic to the character. Cause I was also in Wikipedia. It was very, it was like pretty well received, but one of the people who didn't like the film was Roger Ebert gave it two out of four stars and Ebert love Roger Ebert. He was like, cause I agree and disagree with him all the time. Still. I'm, yeah. I, I always stumble upon old movie reviews and I just watch a movie for the first time. And I'm like, Roger, you old scamp. You did it again. Perhaps <laughs> Kellyan. <laughs> you, you Tom fool. You did it again. <laughs> but he was like, I kept waiting to, to feel what David Lynch wanted to say about this man. But he felt like ultimately he didn't learn that or that wasn't in the film. He and I'm like, Guillermo del Toro loves this movie. <laughs> Yeah, a beautiful monster, beautiful inside. Um, yeah, but I, I think that for me, the moment was when, because this so easily could have been like some weird, like British savior, you know, like Anthony Hopkins character could have been shown in this light of like, oh, this guy, he just, uh, what an amazing human being to go and, and, and work with this guy and save this guy's life. But there's a moment in the middle of the movie where that nurse is like, you're making him a freak still, but just to like upper crust. A different way, yeah. A different way. And then but he it's like, like. That lady, you're, you're a piece of shit, lady. <laughs> Honestly, lady, fuck you. But then he's like, I appreciate your work. I appreciate that you, you know, care for him. And she's like, I do. And 
And then he like thought about it. And then there's a point in the movie where he's like, am I a monster? Have I made like, and he just regretted everything. So I'm like that introspection to me feels like it is David Lynch being sympathetic ultimately to John Merrick, Joseph Merrick at like at the end of the right. Like he's not saying Anthony Hopkins character that this doctor was like, no, it's not that kind of exaltation of the doctor. Correct. And it could have been about John Merrick. Yes, it is. Um, Did you get, enigma of casper hauser vibes watching this movie i did but this is better than that i think yes black and white and also this movie felt like it was it's like they used the same camera or dp as a young frankenstein Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is mel brooks but i wouldn't be surprised could be could Uh, be really felt like it the whole time i felt like there was a it it wouldn't happen and it shouldn't happen but i felt like a mel brooks bit was gonna happen It's crazy to think like 1980, this was happening after like after John Hurt was in the first Alien and then he does this movie. This movie feels older than most movies That's I've ever crazy. seen. I didn't Isn't that crazy? That. Just think about the timeline. Like this happened after because the first. They did such a good job of making it yes. seem so old. This movie is newer than the first Muppet movie with Mel Brooks. Like Mel Brooks did the Muppet movie. And then he produced this. <laughs> we got to we got to watch Eraserhead. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested in it. I'm interested. I have no idea what that's about either. So that's going to be interesting. But I'm I'm always open to watching every every David Lynch movie. But I'll tell you what, at only the end of the once, day, probably <laughs> only once each. And at the end of the day, I'll, I'll probably be like, okay, I've seen them all. I don't like any of them enough. Like to- I want to watch. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah, but I've already seen that pilot, and I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what happens. Someone's yeah, dead. I would maybe do the first season of that show someday, it and I better. I think I don't know if I'd go beyond that. I don't know if like Twin Peaks feels like it's closer to Mulholland Drive, obviously, than this or um, Dune or I don't know what else. But so I'm like, I think I am too basic and stupid. I think I like Elephant Man and Dune more than. Basic yeah, and stupid. Yeah, I you know, it, but I appreciate that David Lynch's whole thing is like he wants. He's like, I want my movies are like dreams. I'm like, I that's great, man. I'm into that. He should have read the. Hey, thanks. Appreciate. I've seen a lot of episodes of American Dad. I'm in that. Great. And then the weather. Great. <laughs> you see that thing? He just repeat. He just says the weather in L.A. every day. Does he? He makes a video. <laughs> it's even credited on IMDb. Wow. And so I like the be. guy. I like Me the guy too. a lot. I like how like Laura like Dern. Approach. Yep. I like how the entire time he's just like, even if he's not making a movie, he's made a billion shorts. Like yep. he's literally just doing it because he thought of something. A real artist. A, do it. Yeah. A real filmmaker, a real artist. I appreciate the hell out of that. I like how he has a sense of humor about himself. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's in things like American Dad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's and I like how seemingly many, many actors who've worked with him, they're like, I love him. He's a lovely guy. So I appreciate all that. I just don't know if any of his movies, I will ever connect to them the way that I do to, you know. You just lost him as a listener. I know that's for sure. So sorry, Mr. Lynch. Mm-hmm. Please come back. Mm-hmm. I'll watch everything. Next We're going to watch ha- all of it. We'll and have David <laughs> We'll the, have David Lynch do the intro for Clerks. And this then we'll have- is a good movie. Yes, it is. And Mulholland Drive is a good movie. I think. Very interesting. I think I'm, I'm stupid. stupid. I'm stupid. I'm Dune. Stu- I don't know if his Dune is a good movie. Uh, but no, you know, 
but I, I I don't know if okay, this is a controversial. Opinion. He's about to say if he doesn't know if the new Dune's a good movie. No, I know that's a good movie. <laughs> I like that one a lot. But I don't know if Dune the book by itself is in my mind like a good thing on its own. I think that even even Dune by itself, the book, I'm like, I need more. I have different storytelling priorities. I need more of of this to kind of be made relatable, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, you just and, don't like a dense sci-fi book. Yeah, yeah, and or I do, but I re just I like a dense sci-fi book if it's really like name, name one you like. Characters. Um a dense sci-fi book. He's like, you know, I guess this, this particular Star Wars novelization <laughs> is Jurassic Park dense. Michael no. Crichton. No, it's light and breezy. It's not. Like, it's more dense. OK, then. But that's more of like a horror book than a okay, sci-fi okay. book even. Man, uh, there's sci-fi concepts. But like Dune is like we're going to make up the politics for three different right. <laughs> planets. Right. Which I'm like, cool, 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 cool. But I I can connect to the feelings that are in the story, they yeah. just don't necessarily come to the surface when reading the book for me, but the feelings of this young guy, his relationship with his father, his relationship with his mother, his relationship to Zendaya, all of a sudden in the movie, I'm good. I got it. It's Zip there. Zap. Here we Zip go. zap. And you put that shit in 3D, I'm in, baby. <laughs> Zip zap, zop. I'm there. That's where the zop comes in. That's your third <laughs> dimension. <laughs> Zip, zap, zop. Um. Yeah, Elephant Man though good and Elephant you, Man though good good Elephant Man good. Did you recognize the line? I'm not an animal. I'm a human being. What do you mean? Did I recognize it at the end of the film? Because it's like it it's in other things. Yes, it's like a pop That's culture. The line that, then probably not. Okay, it's like um, they're here or one of these lines. Oh, one of those. <laughs> From a movie that people just, you know, I'll be back. Those kinds of things that stick in pop culture. When he's yelling that to the crowd. Yeah. Um, I, as I was watching the movie, I was like, I think that line is from this movie. And it was because I'm like, again, there's some pop culture osmosis that this thing came out in 1980. It had an impact on people. Got all those Academy Award nominations. Chain, made it so that there's now a best makeup as there should be Oscar for the best makeup in a film. Yeah. And um, so I think seven years later, by the time I'm born, 10 years later, by the time you're born and then into the 90s, there's still a residual like the elephant man. It's part of popular culture. But I think by like the 2000s, people weren't really talking about this movie anymore. I don't maybe I've I like know. I know about it. Yeah. And I knew about it before this. Yeah. I guess people do talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but I think it is. I don't know. I don't I I always thought it was a David Lynch movie. I didn't know it was a true story or anything. Yes. Yep. I think uh yeah, like the Elephant Man sounds like a razor head sounds like, oh, this is gonna be some trippy dippy yeah, yeah, David yeah. David Lynch invention. No, but he's just doing like a biopic. Uh, yep. A biopic. And it was good. Nope, we don't say that on this podcast. Three stars? I gave it three. Uh out of five? Yeah, just yeah. This is just as far as how much you like it. Yeah. And I think probably probably give it three and a half out of five. Okay. 
I think that that like some movies we've discussed, the subject matter is the winner. It's so interesting and and also know, like I was very one I was wondering what was going to happen the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the conflict that uh like Anthony Hopkins goes through mm-hmm. and I like when they uh are mean to the guy who is holding them in a cage. Yep, me too. Me too. And I liked how uh, again, it there's just moment there's a few moments that almost moved me to tears. Yeah. The the first one being when, when he has quote in the Bible. When uh, no, <laughs> thank you. Finally. There's only That's one what man. Me over. It's only one man who could be born half an elephant. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. (laughs) Uh, The scene where he has tea with Anthony Hopkins and his wife. And he's like looking at pictures of children. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, uh, sees a picture of one of their parents or their mother and father or something. He's like, oh, how lovely. He goes, I wish I could find my mother. And you're just like what and the woman she just starts crying she's like oh terribly sorry i'm so sorry because she's just crying over here she's like oh oh dear me like she can't handle it and that shit almost made me cry i was like this is the saddest fucking thing i've seen in a long time or and it's so sad when just like that lady like he's an idiot he's stupid and like the whole time he understands everything like literally afraid to speak yeah and then even the head of the hospital is like yeah, this guy can't fucking stay here. And then he quotes the Bible and all of a sudden he's like, oh, the life he must have lived. (laughs) What is like you didn't value this person as a human being until then? A a great exercise, a great exercise in prejudice earlier in the film after he spends a few weeks or something or like some days with Anthony Hopkins and Anthony Hopkins shows him off as a medical curiosity. And then like he goes back in a horse carriage Somebody tells him, like, is he is he a fool? Is he an idiot? Is he smart? And Hopkins is like, he's an idiot. And then he goes, I pray to God he's an idiot. Because he knows it's like, hopefully his ignorance will leave him to have somewhat of a blissful existence. Yeah. Because if he's aware, then that's the most heartbreaking thing ever. And the second thing that almost made me cry was, I think, is when he was doing Shakespeare with that actress. And... The actress thing still has me really conflicted, though, too, because I'm like, they read about him in the paper and this actress goes to see him. And like one of the like that nurse or whatever said, yeah, like, I don't know if that's true either. The aunt, is that Anne Bancroft? Uh, yes, I think it is. Well, according to, again, the guy's real life, he did become a member of like English high I know society. The high society. I know all mm-hmm. that. But I don't know about but, this actress thing. And also, right. it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it, it is weird. Yes. And I think in the movie, because again, she shows up and you're like, like the nurse said, they're just trying to impress their friends. They're, they don't like him, but they're just trying to show up and have tea with him. And oh dear. Oh, and then be able to say, I had tea with the elephant man. And it was this and this and this. But the woman, when he starts reading Shakespeare and she knows it and there, she's doing it back and forth with him. And it's the kissing scene. There was like a lot to unpack in that really great scene because I'm watching it and I'm like, he's probably never kissed anybody. You know, I don't know if he's heterosexual or if he's gay or whatever his 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 he is. And he's t- close to is he, he's 21 years old or in his 20s or, you know, like Anthony Hopkins said at the beginning of the film, he's 21 years of age. 
And in this moment, the actress connects with him though. And she sees his humanity because of him being able to read this and interpret it and perform it. But also that's, it's not where, that's not what humanity is. Is acting? Sure it is. No, but that's like the weird message of this movie. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's forgivable if people treat him like shit until he can speak is kind of uh, weird. You're right. Until, I don't know. Until he can justify his existence. Until he can, right? It's messed up that he's not, that we, that, that the society wouldn't respect him and treat him like a human being. Yeah, it's messed up. And I think the real world application is that that we should treat every person the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that the movie, like you're saying, it's a mixed message. I don't know if the movie knew this and was trying to show this to us. Like it's not fair that he doesn't get respect and love until he has to like prove himself. Or if it's trying to tell us this is how society works. And maybe you as an audience member can relate because we all feel this way. But then once we are able to, reveal a piece of ourselves, then people see us in a different light. But when she told him, you are not an elephant man, you're, you're Romeo. It was like, oof, that's emotional. And then he had the one little tear acting John hurt under all that makeup. Wonderful stuff. But you're right. It's like, yeah. Is the, is the mess is what is the perspective of the film? I don't film. think that's the intentional message. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is trying to just get at the fact that nobody saw this man's humanity until he did have to prove it. Yeah, but I think that might be a side effect of this movie. Sure, that that is the message. I don't know if there's a way to make it more nuanced. There is. Uh, maybe say what actually happened and say it of saying that he got attacked by an ele- his mom got attacked by an elephant or something. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah. like go into the true story about the true man. Instead of like, since like they still sensationalize it, yes, which is like they're still making a spectacle out of it when they make this. When David Lynch makes this movie and he puts that his little David Lynch spin on the top of it, which isn't true, yeah, he's just doing the same thing that the fucking um carnival barker did. did. Carnival barker did. David, you might be right. Movie anymore? You might be. Wow. Well, it's like you're right did because you imagine if years turning. <laughs> yes, I did. I heard it. I saw it. You did it. Imagine if halfway through the movie, they actually just did like a flashback, and it was like David Lynch being like, "Okay, here's the here's what really happened. Watch." I to, like I wish right? they'd gone back to showing yeah. him like yeah reading Shakespeare or something. I don't know. Like yeah, because I don't know. I used to read my Bible every day. That's all we get. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, the movie was constructed in a way to kind of entice audience audiences to be like, come see this movie about this oh, guy? Definitely. He, I he bet. was deformed. I'd like to watch a trailer. Yeah. You know what? The trailer. That's not a bad idea. Which I didn't do. That's not a bad idea. That's a real mm-hmm. test to see how the film was marketed. What is the kind of yeah. intention? Well, because even like the music when he's going down into the basement the first time is so horror movie ominous. It is. And, and then uh, and and with that construction, with like it trying to be like a sensational movie. Oh, we're going to see this movie about this guy. He he looked so fucked up. Let's go see it. That then movie is like, hey, sit down. 
you're an asshole. <laughs> he was a real guy. <laughs> and by the end of the movie, you're sitting there crying like, we'll never die, man. This guy, he lived forever. He's a beautiful person. Was that the intention of the movie? Was that something that David Lynch wanted to do? I don't know. Is that a side effect of the movie? Is it purposeful? And even then, even if we look up a trailer, did David Lynch have anything to do with trailers? Exactly. That's right. True. I don't know. Like he like these directors, they deliver movies. The second and then, movie, you know, marketing team. I don't know how much say he's getting. Right. Right. Yeah. His second film. What was his first film? Eraserhead. Was it? Oh, cool. And I think he did some TV movie before that. Every time I hear Eraserhead, I think that's a Dick Tracy villain, right? It's just a guy yeah, with a big right? eraser on his head. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he, everybody like, was using pencils. Like, remember when Daffy Duck was Duck Twacy? Like that, like... Yeah. It was like a with parody of... Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> and he would just, like, name all the Dick Tracy villains, and they were, like, really, like, you know, it's Hammer for a Face, and it would be Hammer for a Face or whatever. That was great. That was great. Classic. Um... Okay, so how are we feeling now about the movie? I mean, at the end of the day, you I don't have think it's to... bad. I think okay. it has its issues. Uh, if it was made in the time that it's made to look, I might be more forgiving. But again, this is 1980, if, and I think it, uh, you mean if it was made in like 1886 before they like invented film or 1960s yeah. <laughs> when uh, or I don't know whenever the yeah. first Frankenstein was made that they used the cameras for. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. In the 30s or whatever. I, yeah. I, I've been posting, I uh, posted a little bit about this m movie because we're a day late on this episode and, and we did it today instead of last night. And I posted about Elephant Man and somebody said, I think every person should have to watch this movie. And I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I like the notion that it's a movie I, that. Yes. But like you said, but like you I'd said, I'd like to think of a more modern, more tactful, more. Yep. Uh, I think it, I think in a historical context, not just because the movie historically takes place at the end of the 1800s, but like the movie was from 1980. The movie yeah. was based on books from like the 60s or from the 20s or whatever, like all of that going into here's a story that may or may not have nuance. It's about prejudice. Every young person should watch it and maybe it will create a little empathy in your brain. But then as you get older it's to be able to. About. Yeah. To be able to look to what was that? What'd you say? Unpack it. Yes. Words though. Pre precisely, my friend. Precisely. Um, so yeah, I'll keep it at three stars. Those John Hurt was so great. Yeah, everybody was great in it. Yeah, and like the even makeup. A little bit. People were great, and the makeup yeah. was great, and I think it looked pretty good. There mm -hmm. were things that I don't know. Just like the editing was sort of weird for me, mm -hmm. in that like some shots. Not even shots, but like scenes took so long when it could have been, mm -hmm. I don't know, been more efficient or something. Yeah, I could see that. But it was still uh, only like a, a tight two hours. Yeah. yeah, it was like a two hour, couple minutes movie. And yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. all right, this Napoleon five hour movie. It is not. Then, like, yeah, true. Five and a half hours. <laughs> Jesus. It was we designed gotta... as a gigantic biopic in six 90 minute parts. Sorry, I just read a piece of the blurb. And you did, you did. Keller, should on that day, should we get to, should we get together to watch Napoleon and just like have a bunch of beers and like maybe like, yell like at a each bunch other of in French carne asada all day? Just make it like a long Saturday. No, we have to eat French food all day. <laughs> okay, I'll have some Stella. Is that French beer? I think so. Right? Doesn't that right. Artois? That sounds French as hell. Yeah, that sounds French as hell. I'll have some Artois. Stella Artois. 
Stella Artois. You know what's real French? Montreal. Oh, you went to Montreal recently, didn't you? I did. Yes, I did. Oui, oui. Dude. What's that? Any French shit? I had poutine. Oh, how was that? Delicious. How was uh, Did you have a baguette? No, but a lady at the airport did. So what a what a weird what a what a French lady, <laughs> what a French lady. <laughs> eating a baguette in line as we're going through customs or whatever. That would be me. Let's be real. Question for you, Keller. Did you watch? Uh, I know you did. What do you think of the movie Prey? I think it is. Like everybody keeps saying, it's the third best Predator movie. No. It's the second best Predator movie. <laughs> and I just watched with my pal Hector what is yeah. considered to be the best Predator movie. Yeah. And this fucking blows that shit out <laughs> of the water, dude. I get what... No, I don't get what people are saying. I think it is all just holding on to... Sure. Childhood. Yeah, nostalgia. I, listen, the first Predator movie was so novel when it came out. It really was. And I'm not, it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, and this, like, it's effective even with its shitty effects and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's still scary. This um, movie, I think a lot of Prey does benefit from you knowing a little bit about Predator. Like, it's like it has those callbacks. In, so there's nothing you going can, in. Yeah. But, dude, I showed the movie to my mom and sister last night. They've you don't never seen any of that. They've never seen a Predator film. Exactly. And they were into it, dude. My mom didn't even know Prey was a Predator movie. When they showed the That's shot hilarious. of the predator and it was like, and like, and it was like camouflage and it moved to the side. My mom was like, is that the, the predator? For the first my, time. My, the yeah. Fuck? My mom was like, is that the predator? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I didn't know, know that is. She goes, I didn't know this was a predator. <laughs> I didn't know he was in it. And I'm like, what did you think this was? And she's like, I didn't know. <laughs> so you funny. don't know. But they love it. You don't know. You won't know. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was great. It, so I only they had a they had a lot of questions about the predator alien and like his background. And I was like, what are they? they? Asked some, Let me hear. They asked, they asked some good questions. I was like, I don't know. They were like, I think they asked like, um, where's Danny Glover? Where? No, they, they were saying like, uh, like do predators poop or like what? They had do like predators like, poop. Yeah. Like, like, had like, I don't like, even know if the predator writers would put that much thought in. Yeah. It. They had like logistical questions about like, um, uh, like, cause I, cause I was explaining, like, I'm like, they take if trophies. If the predator was invisible and pooping, mm -hmm. would you see the mm -hmm. poop mm -hmm. or would the poop stay they, invisible too? They were also, my mom and sister were immediately, immediately going, this is an unfair fight because the predator has all this advanced technology. And I was like, yep. And they go, so he's That's not really... He's yeah, yeah, they're like he's not really a good hunter because if he were a good hunter, he'd throw all of his stuff away and just like take on the 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 creature or the 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 prey one on one. And I said, yeah, but he's a big game hunter. Are big game hunters fighting rhinoceroses? Yeah, that's Donald and Trump Jr. <laughs> and they went, okay, fair, fair, fair. This guy sucks. <laughs> they go in there with their big oh, ass gun. Here's a question. They 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 were like, I think my sister asked. Do predators, do predators pee? Do predators pee? My mom said, do they poo? Do they make leche out of their boobies? No. My sister said, do their limbs grow back? And I was like, I don't know. They but lizards? I, like those kinds of questions. I was like, interesting. I don't they know don't, that. Right. I don't know. I don't know. If anything, they come back with a robo limb. Maybe. That'd be sweet. Don't Doesn't the predator die at the end of every movie? 
And yeah. like eventually later on, it's like established that the predator that came down in the first predator movie was actually just one of the little rookies. Yeah. Wasn't even one of the <laughs> big bad predators. Predators yeah, get worse. I think you're right. But like, yeah, because I saw somebody, I, saw, I forget who, but I saw somebody tweet and they're like, hey, I love Prey. I think it's awesome and I'm all for it. And they go, but one of these Predator movies is going to have to show us the Predator like winning. Otherwise, these guys suck. And they're like a terrible alien race of game hunters. There needs I- to be like a yeah. one-two punch. Yeah. Uh, like a Predator. Like this one's called Prey. They should come out with a new one that's just called Predator. Go back to the original. And then the next <laughs> last one's called Apex. And it's the <laughs> standoff. That's pretty good. Well, I think that like the way I picture it is that this Predator, this Prey story. Trachtenberg is good. He is Dude, it may, I need to watch 10 Cloverfield Lane again, but it was Me good. Too. Yeah, it was. But I took it as this this alien came down in 1719. Good and this one gets killed by the Comanche. Oh, we just, we spoil it. We're maybe spoiling it. But anyway, it's like. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But then for the whole, the, the, the whole internet is screaming Mary Sue. Everybody knows what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think, uh, and it doesn't give anything away because the way that it all goes down is like, awesome it's like oh, so you're good. in it it's for the way like so that movie good. is yeah. beautiful the score yes. is awesome my the mom keeps cool as shit my mom kept saying how beautiful it was i was like yeah this is the most beautiful and i and afterwards my sister was like that she was so into the it revenant still getting work yeah good for him man i know right <laughs> that revenant bear it was a little dicey when he lost the role to yogi bear for the movie yogi bear but I he know. bounced back he bounced back it came out before um, the revenant that's okay it did because i you know he bounced back with the revenant, revenant so. up. well he, he aged a lot between yogi bear and the revenant <laughs> and so. but um yeah he I mean he started out as a work. he started out as a as a stunt person for boo boo and look at him now look at him now he did it in the, but my in the original cartoon <laughs> yeah in 1965 or whatever but my sister was like into it and i told her i was like okay now that did you've you seen that the, one uh, dub or the do the regular one but i haven't i haven't seen the dub yet but i really want to me too yeah somebody somebody was saying like the dub is like even better so i'm really into it but i told my sister i'm like i think the rest of the predator movies even the ones that people are like it's bad whether it's predator 2 or the new one the shane black directed one whatever i told my sister i'm like i think they're each worth seeing at least one time there's there's at least yeah there's there's at least one thing of value i think in all of them and like but i think prey is 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 the best one but i was gonna say i see it as anytime there's been a predator movie that's just the one time out of like 10 times or a hundred times that like a human won. but there's just other stories where a predator comes down in like 1994 and just kills people and leaves and they we just never see that movie a predator comes down in 2002 and just kills people and i want the next one to be just a bunch of big game hunters out in Africa. And he like, comes down and just starts taking out a Ooh. bunch of pros. <laughs> that would be great. Go book, go book, go book. That would be great. And then if uh, the Predator wins. Of course. Yeah. The Predator wins. Kills all of them. Like maybe a lion kills the Predator. Like maybe. That's what but I'm saying. Like a lion kills the Predator <laughs> at the very end. And the Predator's like, good, you are worthy opponent. Ugh. And like. Is like happy to get killed. He's like, oh, oh, oh. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> I thought the predator looked cool. Everybody's talking shit about how it looked too. No, super cool, dude. I thought the, the dude effects is... were great for for that budget and for yeah, yeah, yep. And people were saying it should have been released theatrically. I would, yes. I want to see it in a theater, yes. but I think, 
I think ultimately this is going to make like it did so well on Hulu apparently. And internationally it's like a part of Disney plus because they kind of are merged star. So I think that that's going to do well. Cause I saw an article about it and someone was like, well, part of the reason they didn't put this in theaters is because like the last movie didn't do great. So the predator franchise in the theaters years ago, no, it was 2018, bro. Wow. The Shane Black one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they pretty much started this one right after that one. But it's I don't think it's the worst idea for them to have pivoted and be like, we'll give you a budget that's appropriate for Hulu. Make a great fucking movie. And then I want them to do with every like every horror franchise. Yes, exactly. Like I want uh I can't think of another like Scream Seven or whatever should probably not be theatrical. It should probably like, be I want yeah Gremlins take over like an ancient monastery or something yes yeah Just fucking with a bunch of monks yeah that'd be great <laughs> i heard some great pitches for other time periods that the predator could visit someone was like feudal japan i'm like that would be so sick that would be yeah. so cool um i don't know what do you think i want the predator to show up in the idris Elba movie beast yeah <laughs> it's like surprise it's also a predator movie oh shit <laughs> out of that movie <laughs> i want predator to show up in mission impossible terminal point what's the new one called what's the next one called terminal point what's yeah, it called it's called terminal five M- mission mission impossible the terminal what is it called i don't know mission impossible Re- resurgence no god now i have to look it up i'm so stupid it's been a minute it's been a minute since i saw that great trailer I don't even remember the trailer at this point. Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning? Part one. I'd like to know about all the different kinds of reckonings and how they ended mm-hmm. up on Dead. Dead Reckoning is a pretty sweet sounding name, though. I'm not going to like lie. a phrase, though? Uh, I'm sure that that bad guy, Ethan, it's time for your Dead Reckoning. He's going to say something that's going to sound so sick. He's going to be yeah, like, fine. As long as he's not dressed like Steve Jobs. <laughs> which was my main issue with uh rogue nation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just raspy mm-hmm. steve jobs talking yes. to him one more thing ethan the ipod touch <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny the youtube yeah. album is on everybody's ipod so world you could no! do do nothing to stop ethan it's too late <laughs> <laughs> The YouTube album is on every device in the world. Benji, we have to do something. No. Delete it. No. no. Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. No. You have to do what's right. <laughs> <You know. laughs> My God. That's funny, man. Keller, what movie's going to go on our list this week? Uh, Prey. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Solid uh, pick. Solid pick. Yeah. Someone already put Predator on there, and I'd replace yeah. it if I could. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. That's great. That's, <laughs> That's how we do. Um, do you see? I know you saw the most recent, because maybe we share a Hulu, but I know you saw the most recent, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. It was funny. I liked it. Uh, which one was that? It was like where they kept snapping. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> kept... yeah. And... <laughs> I thought that was great. A human can only do seven times in an hour, and we did we it. Did. 428. I Just... love Anthony Atamanik in that show. 
He's very funny. I like um uh oh, I'm blanking Maybe on his Rob. name. Laszlo had some killer line deliveries. Like they always have the the most amazing line deliveries, but he said something like, I'm doing something for the cameras. Like he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, way he puts, the way he puts English on those words. Oh man. I'm a raw. <laughs> Did I I think I told you about this? Matt you were Barry, I think. Matt Berry. Is the you funniest would, you, talker. <laughs> you were rightfully dogging on the fact that I read strictly media movie tie-in novels yeah i read novelizations and media tie-in novels like i read star wars books and star trek books i'm in the middle of an indiana jones book right now um it's okay but i i i i don't know if i told you this but i read a star wars book uh maybe a, a few weeks ago a month ago that that is a tie-in to the disneyland section you told me yeah, yeah, yeah. i told you <laughs> and that there's a character in it i know i told you this that i was reading it and i'm like He's boisterous. He's like, he's kind of he like well, as well fed. I think the book was written like that because I mm -hmm. got to a point where I was like, wait a minute, because he was saying like old chap and he was saying certain things and I'm like, wait a minute. And then my brain pivoted and, and, and then it was Matt. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised because I'm sure that the author of that book loves what we do in the shadows too, or like loves Matt Berry. So I, start, I started reading the character as Matt Berry and it made the book way better. Way better. Like, no, because well, no, because I was just having all what we do in the shadows characters. Much, yeah, just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> the main uh is character, favorite. I think he might be. I think I, in, he gets me the most. Yeah, and there oh. are some he gets me the most, but I think Guillermo is still my favorite character. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And uh, what they uh, what Nadia yeah. and Laszlo are the funniest. <sighs> they get me. No more sucking and fucking for you tonight. Him and uh, Nandor was great too. Yes. Yeah. No reaming. No fingering. Yeah. And don't come at my door don't like a horny, <laughs> like a horny little squirrel. You bury your own nuts. I'm doing Arnold. That's terrible. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, same thing. Nandor fighting the predator. Yeah, you one ugly motherfucker. That'd be it's good, Arnold. It's Arnold. Yes, I think you are one ugly motherfucker. How do you say? Anybody say praise the best predator movie and it's driving me crazy. I say it. Well, I didn't I didn't tweet well, it, I but mean, like, people on Twitter yeah. like Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. And you know what's really cool? What's really cool is Jesse the Body Ventura and Bill kind Duke. Kind of not a great guy. <laughs> kind of not a great guy. And Bill Duke, who played um I'm forgetting the character who who, yeah. who he played, but he was that like he, he was the best a, in the movie. He was so intense. And it's like, thanks. And he's like, anytime. That guy, those two actors online were like praising Prey and they were welcoming the actress Amber Mid-Thunder into the Predator world. And they were like, it's a fantastic movie. Go see it. And she's freaking out about all that response. And the actor who plays the Predator, who's a six foot nine actor and former basketball player, like Jesse Ventura, like complimented him saying like, you know, it, it's really, yeah. <laughs> what are you taking brother? Basically, you know, I never thought I'd see another actor as tall as the guy who played predator in our movie, but you're very tall. No, he said something <laughs> nice. And the, and the guy was freaking out the new predator actor and everything. So, um, anyway, it's just great to see people heaping praise on that. And we're no different because it's now being, Praise on that. Getting praise. It's now in our. 
It's now on our list to live forever and ever. Did you see Nope yet? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I saw Nope. I need to watch Nope again. I got to go watch it. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe we can go together. Oh, my God. I haven't seen you in weeks. Yeah, I know. We should maybe this weekend we can hang out. This is a podcast. We're just like. Mm -mm. Good. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. right. Let's plan it. Let's not reveal any more of our plans for fear of people showing up. No one else is allowed. Hey, (laughs) hey, I'm one of the six people that heard this podcast. Can I come? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) No, just me and Keller time. It's Keller time. Keller, Keller, what's next week's episode going to be? The Hector and Keller show or the Keller and Hector show? Uh, I feel bad at this point. We're giving it to you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Next week, it's going to be the Hector and Keller show. Ooh, that was a quick change. You were fucking waiting for it, weren't see, you? See if I remember to do that. that see if I remember to do that. Um, I think that's pretty much all the business. No, Keller, what is the next movie next week? And where can people watch it? Clark's. The original. I the original Clerks. You know what's crazy? I've never I seen think, any other Clerks. Really? Making a new one. I think when this came out, you I don't know if... Jay and or Silent Bob. Wait, 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 wait. I've never think, seen Dogma. Uh, I think they're worth watching. I think. Never seen... Uh, what are the rest of them? Strikes Back. Yeah, my favorite might be... That Jay and Silent Bob movie was so dumb, but I liked it. I thought it was funny. Really? Okay. Yeah, the Jay and Silent Bob movie. Uh, but I think the best... Maybe Kevin Smith's best movie might be Dogma. I would I I'm down to rewatch all of the Kevin Smith films. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I think when this movie when this magazine came out, Clerks 2 had come out in 2006, and now we're getting a Thoid. Thoid and people can Thoid. watch Thoid. people can watch Clerks the original currently streaming on Paramount Plus, which is cool. Um and next week, okay, so it's the Hector and Keller show, but but David David Lynch is going to do the intro for Clerks next yeah, week. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He should. Mm-hmm. He loves Clerks. Yeah, yeah. David big, Lynch loves all cinema. Big fan. And then Kevin Smith is going to do the intro for the film after that, which is The Return from two thousand three. Then Andre <laughs> is going to do the one for the Lady Eve. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, man, are... I can't wait to watch that Russian family drama in a couple weeks. This <sighs> next five. Six weeks, yeah, is gonna be Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jason Bourne. It's di- it's Jason I mean, sadness is what it is. Tapping me with a pen over and over again. Basically, leading up to the happiest day of your life, we're gonna watch the saddest fucking movies ever made. The happiest. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. And You're like we'll have to take. We'll be taking a month off, people. Sorry, that's all right. I gotta go. That's get okay. Married. And then and then we come back with like Planet of the Napoleon. Apes. Cool. We're gonna come back with fucking Napoleon. <laughs> That's actually yeah. probably how it's gonna end up. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Hell hey, yeah. maybe we could bank a couple of these. I don't know. Maybe. Let's we go can, to, we can do them whenever. Let's let's hit up France while we're over there and be like, so this is where that fuck was walking around. <laughs> tell us about <laughs> tell us about uh uh Un Chien Andalo. So this is where that little buster was running around. I'm so bad at French, dude. The thing I you did really good job. Napoleon. The thing I I realize about myself is I have stupid ears, and when I heard people speak French in Montreal, French to me, it, it, I can't. There's it sounds sounds to me as though there's no enunciation. There's at no all. consonant. 
So people are just like, hey, this way. Like, I'm like, I'm like, where was the beginning and end of a word? Tough. I have I'm dumb sorry, ears. Man. I'm sorry. You don't have dumb ears. You just yeah, don't I know do. French. No disrespect to French people. Can't, it's a tough language for me. Very tough. Yeah. And I know, and I know, I know a little bit what? of Spanish. So you'd think it'd be close. Like you'd there's think, some, yeah. But they, I don't know. It's different. It's all different. Yeah. We just got to learn Latin. French people are just chill like that. They don't know all the languages. You're right. Yeah. All of if them. You, if you could learn a language, what would it be? Italian. I'm working on it. Ah, molto grazie. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go full into Spanish, frontwards and backwards, fluent. That's what you would want? Like, yeah. You're not, you're not even, you wouldn't want to, uh, since you're already well on your way Spanish-wise. Yeah. You I think I want to get something else fluent. You just want to fill in the rest of that gap yeah. rather than have something else and then fill in yeah. Spanish on your own. I'd want to finish that task I magically. Like you spend mm -hmm. a month living in Mexico, you're going to have it. Yeah. Like, probably. you know, but probably. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, um, I probably should say Spanish. I live in fucking California. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Japanese would be rad too, to just be able to get yeah, into like, that. That'd be sick. Man. Just immediately but be cool like because it's a born Jesus Christ. It's yeah. just born. Just like uh no no but papel, no tenio papel. Like just know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, like, oh speak French to some cops and then beat their asses. <laughs> I should I should have brought it to show you, but the other update is I ordered the Jason Bourne, the Born Identity soundtrack expanded CD oh, that, that's like the full score, and I'm stoked about it. Just like the extended Moby song. Yeah, <laughs> it's a 17 minute track. Uh, it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. Very Congrats. excited about it. Thanks, man. You did it. And now I just have to figure out how to fix my fucking iPod that may be broken. Um, I haven't sat down to tomorrow. Over. Tomorrow I'm going to do it. Tomorrow I'm going to ask the internet for some help and they'll help me out. Okay. Um, I I'll will not start over. I'll figure it out. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And I'll be I'll praying be for you. I appreciate that. I'll be praying for you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Thank you. Thank you, though. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. All right. All right. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We are the Hector and Keller show next week, and we're mm -hmm. watching Clerks, and it's on Paramount Plus, and we love you very much. And the movie that we chose this week is Prey. Going on the list. And um, go watch it. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And we lied too. She might not make it out of there. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what happened. I didn't see we it. We don't know. Uh, yeah. We're making it up. So enjoy. And we'll see you guys next Monday is the plan. 8 p.m. Regularly scheduled time. Uh, but uh, thank you again for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hey, bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>